So the other day, my younger nephew uh, was very concerned. They had been away for a couple days. Uh, And when they got back, he was very concerned that that we had had special things to eat while he was gone. Specifically watermelon. He heard that we got a watermelon, and he didn't like the fact that we had eaten something special like a watermelon without him being there. And then yesterday, I remember thinking, oh, that's interesting. Then yesterday, uh, after I made the pie and we were eating the pie at dinner, he he was very concerned that we were going to eat some more pie while he was asleep. We did eat some more pie while he was asleep. And in both of those instances... What I told him was, yeah, we did eat the watermelon while you were gone. It was delicious. And yeah, probably am going to eat more of this pie while you're asleep. And yeah, you might not get more of it. Life is not fair. But really at the root of what was going on with him was not unfairness. It was FOMO. Fear of missing out. And he was expressing it as a desire for fairness because because he knows me. But really, at the root of it, it was not about it being fair. It was about him being afraid of missing out on good things because he went and did something else. Because he was off somewhere else. And when we pointed out to him that that he got to eat other delicious things when they were gone for a couple days as well, that didn't really make any impression on him. Because in the moment, he was not in a reflective mood of appreciating what he had in life. He was in a FOMO mood of being worried about what he had missed out on. And I could laugh at him, but I think we all actually experience FOMO every day in ways that are sometimes so subtle that we don't even recognize them. The feeling that the party's happening somewhere else. The feeling that, oh, I'm just going to stand here in the sun for a second. I decided to wear shorts today because yesterday was a hot day and I was wearing shorts yesterday. And then I was too lazy to transfer all the stuff from the pockets of my shorts to pants this morning. So I decided to just put back on the shorts. And that has proven to be a rather chilly option. So I'm wearing a sweater and a hat, but shorts. And I just got out of the shade and into the sun, and it is delicious. But maybe the sun is going behind a cloud. Oh, no, it's back. Okay, I'm just going to stand here and let the dogs catch up. So we experience FOMO every day, right? We, we are always convinced that there's a party going on somewhere, and we're just, we're not invited. And the thing that keeps the FOMO going is the fact that it's, it's largely true. There's stuff going on all over the place. And we can't be at all of it. And even if for a brief moment we feel like we are at the center of whatever arbitrary thing we decide that we want to be at the center of, that lasts for just a moment. And then there will always be another moment when we can feel like we're missing out. 
Now, even though it's hard for us to see FOMO in others, and yet we have the answer for FOMO, I'm sorry, it's hard for us to see FOMO in ourselves, but we, we have the answer to FOMO for others, in the sense that it was very easy for me to say to my uh, nephew, uh, yeah, tough, life is like that, just get over it, appreciate what you do have. It's hard for us to hear that for ourselves. It's hard for us to <clears throat> say to ourselves, yep, life is like that, and you're not always going to be where the action is. In fact, a lot of the times you're, you're not going to be where the action is. In fact, most of the time you're not going to be where the action is. In fact, you almost never will be. And the few times that you are, you might still feel like you're an outsider. I have two thoughts about that. The first is sort of, um, what are the different strategies and tactics? Strategy is the larger picture, tactics is the small picture. Here's the small picture, although it seems like a larger picture. One of the ways to feel like you're at the center of something is to put in the effort to be the person putting on the party, right? If you host the party, if you do the thing, if you hold the event, if you made something happen, a lot more effort goes into it, but you're for damn sure at the center of it. That might feel like a strategy, but really it's a tactic compared to the other thing you can do which all of us can do all the time is to remind ourselves of what we are choosing to value in life that is making us decide to not do whatever it takes to be at the party. Right? When I can't go to some spoon gathering, I'm not beating myself up that I can't go because... I'm not going because I have a family and taking care of my family and saving my money for my family are my priorities. They are my values. So living that, living values that are circled around something other than the community that you're a part of and feeling like you're on the outside of sometimes is the best way to every single day align yourself with a real how to describe it it's basically like bringing the center back to yourself i feel like sometimes fomo happens because we are putting the value somewhere else, right? My cousin was putting the value on the watermelon. He was putting the value on the pie. He was putting the value, when you have fear of missing out on a party, you're putting the value on the party. If instead you put the value on yourself, then whatever, then you and whatever is in your orbit becomes the thing that is valuable. To you, 
You're not expecting it to be valuable to other people. But to you, it's the most, excuse me, the most important thing. Whatever is in your orbit. And all of us can do that. You don't need to have a family like me to do that. You, your life, your dreams and ambitions, your circle of friends, your community, your neighbors. That can be the epicenter. And having that be the epicenter, having that be the center of gravity of everything, goes a long, long way towards easily shrugging off feelings like the party's happening somewhere else and you're not invited. Now, how to shift that center of gravity back to yourself if you have let it be somewhere else and so you are feeling FOMO? I think you shift it back to yourself by taking action on some idea or dream or resolve that you have. I don't think it's more complicated than that. I think, for me, if I have a project that I'm working on, whether it's a new structure at my house or a grander project like a book, if I have a something that I'm working on, even if it's just a spoon that I'm carving, that all helps to shift that center of gravity back to myself. And again, the point is not to shift everyone else's focus to you. People will find you in their sphere of awareness, but you're not asking people You're not asking people to shift. You're not asking people to shift their... Sorry, I just saw a deer up ahead. I want to make sure I stalled the dogs. Willa? No. Willa? No. Good girl. All right, let's turn around. Come on. Come on. No chasing deer. Good dogs. So... The more you can have a plan that moves you forward in what you want to do, the more your life will revolve around you and your dreams and what you are trying to do. It sounds selfish, but it's not selfish. Because when you are acting from that center of gravity that is yourself, you can act in all sorts of unselfish ways. You can decide that taking care of this person is one of the most important things to you. You can decide that being there for your family is one of the most important things for you. You can decide that helping other people is one of the most important things for you. But it's one of the most important things for you. Not just one of the most important things. And I think that second part of the sentence is where the secret source of the power is. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.